with Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome everyone to the Marie Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet. It is a lovely, lovely Thursday evening here in Seattle. I'm sure everyone who's locally here is enjoying wonderful, wonderful weather. In fact, um, one of my children is still in Pullman, actually working working on an organic farm for the summer, getting credit for that, actually. Um, she's part of the Organic Agriculture Program, one of the first in the nation at Washington State University. And it was quite hot today working on the farm, she tells me. Um, but I'm sure lovely and beautiful, just like it is here. Tonight we're going to talk about opportunities. Opportunities are really um, a nice word <laughs> to describe what may be a difficult moment or some difficult circumstances in your life, but they really are opportunities, opportunities for growth, opportunities for change, an opportunity for awareness, for conscious um, exploration. And so we're going to talk about those, and if you have some opportunities that are currently in your life that are you know, creating some confusion for you or some concern, feel free to call. I, I know we just mentioned those at the top of the hour, but could we give those numbers out again, Tom? Certainly. If somebody would like to give us a call, go ahead and do that at 877-825-8828. That number, one more time, 877-825-8828. Great. And and so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about some of my own opportunities that I've had over the years. Um, you know, a long time ago, I decided to become a nurse, and I'm grateful for it. Completely haven't enjoyed my nursing career, and I feel like I'm, I'm still nursing just in more of an etheric way these days, still caring for people. But at one point in my nursing career, I was working three 12-hour night shifts, so 7 to 7, 7 p.m. to 7 in the morning. I had three kids. I was rushing home to get them ready for school, taking them off to school, coming home, sleeping as long as I could. It's hard to wind down after working a 12-hour shift and, and then getting up kind of with not a lot of sleep and then picking the kids up from school, starting the whole dinner routine. And after doing that for about a year, I began to have some heart palpitations. My heart started to beat rapidly. And I was visiting um, the hosp- one of the hospital um, cardiologists and wore a monitor for a while to make sure that I didn't have any serious problems. And he decided that it was stress-related. You know, my biorhythms were off because of um, the unusual hours that I've been working and, and not getting enough rest. And so he suggested, basically ordered, that I move to day shift. And in the hospital, the only shift that was available part-time um, was um, a, a shift on the oncology floor. And what I would have to do is work a month or two training at night, part-time again, and then transfer to the day shift. And oncology wasn't an area that I thought I would enjoy. It wasn't exactly... Um, a place where I felt moved or guided to, although clearly I was being guided there. I just didn't know it. It was an opportunity. And um, so I actually did. I didn't feel like I had much of a choice. I needed to move. The doctor said it was important for me to do this, and I did. And I ended up loving oncology. Um, It it was also the area where I began to have many multisensory experiences and then ultimately led to the energy medicine practice that I have today. So there are so many things in our life that we think are creating problems for us. 
Um, and certainly that's how I felt at the time, that I had this big problem. It wasn't going to be resolved in an easy way, and I was going to be uncomfortable with the resolution that was before me. But as it turned out, my opportunity um, turned out to be a blessing and led me exactly where I need to be. So that's what we're talking about tonight. And if it's a health issue or a relationship problem, money problems, career problems, all of these are opportunities. And so we're going to go ahead and go straight to the phone lines and answer some people's questions. Okay, we've got Anne-Marie on the line from Seattle. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you tonight? Good. Well, um, we had to put my 15-year-old doggy, Amber, down April 28th, Mm. and I, like, miss her terribly. I, like, relied on her heavily throughout my life. She was, like, I don't know, an angel. And I had a dream about a week ago that she was trying to tell me something about a man, and I was awakened before um, she could finish what she was saying. Hmm. And so you're wondering what that meant? Yeah, and also, you know, how she's doing, because I didn't want her confused, and I don't know, I just felt bad, (laughs) the whole thing. (laughs) You know, one of the things I've, I've noticed about pets is they actually like the Youth in Asia program that we have in the United States. Um, pets, the majority of pets are here, just like plants, um, are here to help us and assist us and to love us. And <laughs> and they don't like to suffer. This is what they've told me over and over again. They would rather be euthanized than suffer for long periods of time. And, and I know you waited until it felt right for you, but nevertheless, your pet was challenged. You know, yeah. she, your pet was having an opportunity before you put it down. And pets, just like everything else, have a consciousness, have a soul, and they're, you know, they're very aware and conscious. In many ways, their awareness is beyond the human race in terms of their ability to love and understand multisensory aspects. And so your dog's just fine, not at all confused, understood exactly what was going on. Yeah. And you know what your dog, it, you know, what I think the message is, I really don't know what the man is about myself, actually, either. <laughs> and unless there's, you know, been a man in your life that's passed over whether it was a father or an uncle or a grandfather and, and your dog was helping with that, facilitating some sort of conference or communication. Okay, that could uh, be. Yeah, that could be very well what it was because other than that, I don't really see a connection. Okay. Um, but the dog is saying that, you know, because you put all this faith into how special this animal was for you. Yes. And, and now <laughs> that this this special animal is now living in another dimension, it's time for you to think that you're special. You know, you're an angel on the planet. And, and sometimes we put so much energy into other people, into other circumstances, we forget about ourselves. Yeah. And you are a wonderful caregiver, you know, to this pet, and you're very kind and gracious to other people. So I think Amber was trying to tell you something, that whatever you were calling Amber, that's exactly who you are as well. Oh, that's cool. Good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So I would definitely spend some time doing that. Okay, I will. Okay, great. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Sure. Bye-bye. Tonight we have Lori answering um, our phones for us. She's a friend of mine and also a mentoring student. I've been mentoring um, a small group of people this year in the field of energy medicine, and next year I'm going to actually mentor two groups. It's been a lot of fun for me. So I was asking Lori before we went on on the air what some of her opportunities were, and um, Lori said that it had to do with in-laws. Is that right, Lori? (laughs) A little bit of a pause. A big opportunity for her in-laws. And and when I talked to you about it before we went on air so that you could, you know, perhaps share some of what that means to you, you said you just haven't quite figured out that opportunity yet. (laughs) Not yet, even though you've told me about three times. (laughs) I mean, just told you that it's an opportunity, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so the whole in-law thing is just stressful? 
It's stressful. There, um, my husband is Chinese, uh-huh. so he, you know he's uh, first generation Chinese here, and so it's you know definitely some big cultural issues, right? Um, which have been challenging, and just yeah, communication has been challenging, and we just have very different kinds of energy, right? So that's also challenging, right? I sh- or opportunity, my opportunity. Well, if I remember well, um, maybe it was over a year ago, but there was a visit. And I think it went better than the visits prior. Is that true? It's definitely getting better. Okay, yeah. good. We're learning how to how to get along and understand each other. Oh, good. Yeah. And, and so what did you have to change, do you think, mentally about yourself in order to make that shift? Well, or do you know what I'm it was? I'm still working on it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> part of it is just being able to sort of step back and, and laugh at their craziness instead of getting um, all taken in by it. Instead of taking it personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And getting drawn in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to, to figuring, you know, for you letting me know what you think the opportunity is as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you walk into a circumstance, which is probably what happened, the, you know, over these last couple of years, as you now look at it as an opportunity, even though it still frustrates you, mm-hmm. you know, that takes the edge off and allows for more information to move in. Mm-hmm. I prob- it probably has a lot to do with just not taking things personally and just accepting the way people are, Mm -hmm. which is also generally what we need to do in order to accept ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, but, you know, keep us posted on um, this opportunity because a lot of people have opportunities that last for decades in their life, you know, years. Don't worry. I'm not seeing decades. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's definitely moving a lot quicker. Good. Good. And, and when you get to that place where you can, you know, go, oh, my gosh, I, look, look at what I learned. And if these people hadn't been in my life, I, it would have taken me longer to learn the circumstances because mm-hmm. that's what opportunities do. They push you. Yeah. You know, they kind of push you towards a finish line. So thank you for sharing sure. that. I really appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> we'll check in with you later and see okay. if any more ideas come up. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you might be thinking right now about a, a area in your life that's creating a lot of strife for you. It's uncomfortable. And I think the best question to ask yourself, not why is this happening to me? Because most of us go into a place of victimization, you know, where we feel victimized, someone's hurting us, or someone's not appreciating us, or um, we're, we're feeling left out in the cold in some way, shape, or form. And so instead of doing that, and I certainly felt that at that time when I was having you know, some palpitations, I couldn't ignore them anymore. And oh my gosh, now I have to go work on the oncology floor. And lo and behold, little did I know that I have this huge affinity for cancer patients. I love them. And and so that's cancer patients make up about 25% of my um, client base. And I smile every time I open up the door. I smile with everyone who comes to the door, but I'm ecstatic and happy when I get to work on cancer patients. I don't really know why, but I'm grateful for the experience. Um, so why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? We've we've got, oh, not quite. <laughs> we can go to the phone lines. It's going to be a mystery call. A mystery call. Okay, mystery great. Mystery call. All right. Hello, mystery call. Hi. Hi. Who is this? Am I a mystery call? <laughs> yeah. We haven't got it typed in. I went a little too fast. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, this is Shelly. Hi, Shelly. How are you? I'm good. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Well, I um, just feel as though I'm at a bit of a crossroads. I'm entering uh-huh. into a new decade of my life and feel as though um, I'm looking for an opportunity, ah. looking for the next step. And I, I, I don't think it's, I think I've been thinking about this for, for quite a long time. Right. Um, 
And so I feel apprehensive, I think, about the fact that I don't know. Mm-hmm. That you don't know what's next? Right. Right. Well, um, it, you know, you kind of asked me a general question, which I appreciate and, and really enjoy. And so I was scanning your body, which makes it easy for me. Whenever I'm not sure about where to go next with someone, I just start looking at their chakras. It kind of gives me a, a post or a guide of some sort, like a light. And literally, and I don't mean to embarrass you in any way, but I'm in your glutes. So I'm, I'm in your seat. And what that means to me is that you have a hard time letting go of the past. Do you think that's true? Um, maybe. Maybe. Uh, um, you mean like, well, I mean, it sounds so... It does it sound general? It does. Okay. Well, what I'm seeing is that you tend to blame yourself for things that have occurred in the past, uh-huh. and you have a hard time letting go of that. Okay. Is that true? I would say so. Okay. All right. So in order to move forward, we need to first let go, right? Because this forward thing, it's so funny. Um, I agree with you that you're in, you're moving into an opportunity probably in the next several months, um, and you don't know what it is. I'm not exactly sure what it is, quite frankly, um, but you're banking on it. <laughs> You know, it's like whatever this opportunity is, I'm, you know, you're banking on it instead of really just allowing every day to be an opportunity. Yeah. And, and I think part of it is, is because of this past. And it's part of self-criticism, quite frankly, you know, this where you wish you had done things differently or avoided something. or There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? Everybody's doing the very best they can. Mm-hmm. The, everyone is. Even our most hardened criminals are doing the very best they can. So it's really important to appreciate where we are at the moment and not get caught up on things that we can't possibly change. You can't change the past. Right. And it's like it's impossible, actually. Mm-hmm. And and when you keep kind of criticizing yourself, then that's also what you're laying down for your future opportunity because you may get more of the same opportunity. Because perhaps right now the opportunity is to be kind to yourself, be more um, appreciative of you, mm-hmm. and not get caught up in the past. Do you think that that's a possibility for you? It is. I just, uh, it's the process of, of actually doing that. Right. You know, that sometimes can be tough right. for me. I, I think that there are, are certainly moments and you know, I, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> It's not that easy to do. It isn't. I agree. It, it, everything, you know, whenever you want to change anything in your life, it takes some focus and dedication. It's true. You know, it's kind of like a new exercise program. You know, it's, you can't just do it once a week and it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to build muscle or tone your body in some way, you've got to do it at least two times a week, right. maybe even three. So it's about being consistent, diligent, and focused. I will teach you an exercise before. You may have heard this on the air before. I, I've used a, lo- a lot. Um, but what happens is that um, stagnant energy gets stuck from the root chakra, literally, and then builds in the gluteus maximus muscle, so your seat. Mm-hmm. And, and it's about focusing on the past and not being able to let go. And so the exercise is to literally spend some time with you thinking about all the great things about you. Because when we're critiquing ourselves and belittling ourselves or judging ourselves, what we're doing is actually unempowering ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you think good things about yourself and appreciate who you are, you begin to move into a space of empowerment. Okay. And, and it's through that space that you're able to let go. So you're going to, you know, think of your education accomplishments, work accomplishments, family accomplishments, including um, my favorite, when I water my plants on my front porch, I give myself a high five and do a little jig (laughs) because I'm notorious for letting expensive plants die. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I I don't spend the time watering them. Uh So even those types, that's an accomplishment, 
takes time and focus and dedication. So okay. you're going to appreciate if you make the best spaghetti sauce in your block. Woohoo! You know, you're going to celebrate that. And then when you feel really good about yourself, which, by the way, is your regular homework assignment to spend time every day feeling good about you. Okay. When you feel empowered, then I want you to think of a past situation you have not been able to let go of. Okay. And when you bring it into focus in an empowered state, ask yourself, how did this situation help me to grow? Uh Uh-huh. And in an empowered position, you're going to get a brand new perception because everything's based on perception. Right. Right. You have an experience. You perceive what it means to you. That creates beliefs and feelings and thoughts. And then we're kind of stuck in it until we re-examine and re-perceive. And so that's what I'm going to ask that you do. And I think it's going to free you up so you can move into this next opportunity. But otherwise, I think the opportunity is just going to be elusive. It's just going to keep moving two more months out and two more months out until you take care of business a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do that. Oh, great. Yeah, thank thank you. you. And then keep us posted. Let us know how you do. Okay, I will. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. So, so Tom, have you, um, you know, what's your most recent opportunity, or do you remember one that was really hard for you? Um, Oops, I put him on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a on the spot pause right there. Um, I don't know. Nothing that I've been too freaked out about recently. So not no opportunities for you, huh? No, <laughs> probably, but I don't really, I don't know. I don't hold on to them. You don't hold on to I don't, well, in the terms of opportunities being something that, you know, trials and tribulations, if you will. Right. I don't, I just kind of. Well, I know you're really good of letting go of the past. You're, I, I think you have a, a really good style regarding that. You're just like, okay, I've worried enough about this. Yeah. I'm done. I'm moving on. There's only so much you can do. You know, right. Why, why cry over spilt milk? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and maybe your most recent one was school. You know, that was an opportunity for you Probably, to kind of figure yeah. that out. Yeah. And you did ultimately. You, this is true. You looked at it as something powerful than rather, oh, dang, I didn't finish this or I didn't do enough in this area. And yeah. you were able to let it be an opportunity. Yeah. Right. So why don't we go ahead and give out the phone numbers before we go to break? Certainly. If uh, somebody would like to give us a call today, go ahead and do that at 877-825-8828. One more time, those numbers, 877-825-8828 with your question for Marie. Great. And um, on May 29th, we're going to have Stephen Stroud here, Dr. Stephen Stroud. He is a naturopath and an acupuncturist, graduated from Bastyr University here in Washington State. He is also a teacher and has been for over 20 years at the Barbara Brennan School of Healing. Um, I think that particular school is still the only accredited school for healers in the entire world, if I remember well. Um, But he will be on the air with us live on the 29th of May. So we're looking forward to picking his brain and asking him questions and and allowing him to bring us some insight into our lives. Um, So we will be right back with the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Learn how to become a Reiki master in Seattle, July 25th, 26th, and 27th, or in Portland, Oregon, November 7th, 8th, and 9th. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You'll learn how to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants while Marie uses her symbolic sight to provide individual feedback. You'll learn detailed information about the chakra system. You'll receive attunements with guided meditation and allow you to practice Reiki at the master level. Reiki is still Marie's favorite modality. This is truly a transformative weekend with healing and guided meditation. So call 425-825-5671 for more information or check out Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. 
The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. On June 7th, Marie teaches a new class called Healing Our Children's Health Issues here in Seattle. Currently, the United States has over 300,000 children diagnosed with autism. That's basically one out of every 150 children. We also have over 2 million children with attention deficit disorder. New research suggests that our children are experiencing autoimmune deficiencies that are affecting their brains. The solar plexus, or third chakra, governs the immune system. Energetically, the human race is collectively working on their solar plexus. The solar plexus is about self-love. Perhaps our children are teaching us on a core level how to love each other no matter what. Come to this one-day seminar and learn techniques on how to enhance a healthy immune system, how to heal our children, ourselves, and our world. For more information, call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie on the web at energyintuitive.com. There's nothing else like it on the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We are live here in Seattle, um, but you can listen to us all over the country. You can listen to us through the web, either at my website, www.energyintuitive.com, or you can go visit KKNW's website, Alternative Talk Radio, and streamline. Either way, you can call in toll-free, and I'll be happy to answer your questions. So we're talking about opportunities tonight, and opportunities are actually really blessings. They don't look that way. They don't appear that way. They're actually shrouded with negativity and fear and panic and worry and doubt and all of those things, but they're truly opportunities. And I think once you get through one or two or three or four, because they happen in our lives all the time, then we're able to see them as blessings and appreciate the experiences that we had and learn from them and move forward. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and return to the phone lines. Okay, we've got Mary Jane on the line from Redmond. Hi, Mary Jane. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Great. Can you hear, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you fine. What can I do for great. you tonight? Well, I guess I have a question in regards to business opportunities in my life and being fairly creative. I am always coming up with some idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> but tend to not have, you know, um, or tend to be frightened, I guess, of the follow-through. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I think I'm not, but I'm starting to see that now, you know. That you're I'm frightened. Never, I'm starting, yeah, that I'm, that, yeah, that obviously there's a part of me that that's fearful or feels that I don't deserve it or something. And right now I actually have probably three different I know, opportunities. A, a lot of them, and they all look really good to me, quite and frankly. And they all look good, huh? Yeah, they do. I mean, Well, thank, thanks a lot. That doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of them I think we could remove from the circumstances, and I'll give you the energy that is surrounding it so you can help identify it. So two that 
for sure are great. You know, one that's good, but maybe not as great. And, uh-huh. and you know what? You've been asking for this. And so what, what I find is so funny, and actually Tom and I were talking this about this off air, you know, people ask and ask and ask for something, then when it comes, they complain about it. <laughs> you know, you know, like... Or, even, or I don't know if I'm complaining. I'm just frightened. Right. Well, like, which is kind of a form of complaining in a way. Yeah, you know? you're right. You're yeah. right. You know, like we're going to have a heat wave. We've been complaining about the freezing cold I weather. And, and Tom said, you know, probably by Sunday, everyone's going to be complaining that it's too hot or in a couple exactly. weeks or something. Yeah. Right. Right. So what I would first and foremost do is is sit down and have a moment with yourself, do a little ceremony, light some candles and thank yourself in the universe for these wonderful opportunities that have appeared for you. You've prayed for them and here they are. And, and, oh. and two of them at least are very good. One is good, in my opinion. And, and so once you've done that, it's okay to also say, and by the way, I'm scared to death. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really okay to name your feelings and kind of cl- declare it out to the universe, um, you know, to all the energy that surrounds you. Um, because then you're saying, I'm scared to death, but I'm really grateful for this. And I would love to have some help implementing this positively in my life in a way that takes me to the next level. Because that's what you're looking mm-hmm. for. You're, right. You're looking to go for the next level. So the one that has the least amount of positive energy for me, there's a man involved. So, and it's kind of like one man where when I look at the other two, the other two opportunities, there seems to be more than one person involved, you know, whether it's an organization or a group or something. Like that. Seems, I'm sorry, you say there isn't more than one person involved or there is? Yeah. So I'm looking at three, I'm looking yeah. at three opportunities. Uh-huh. One, one of them, I see a man standing next uh-huh. to one of the opportunities. That's the one that doesn't make me the happiest. The other two have more than one person standing around each opportunity. Does that okay. make sense to you? Uh-huh. Okay, good. And so the one with the man, you know, I, I here's how I, I see it. He may talk big. He may offer you a lot or kind of feed your ego, but I don't think he's going to deliver very well. Okay. Okay. And so I would stick to the other two. They, there seems to be more genuine energy, more sincerity about it. And then the people in the other two opportunities are peers for you. You know, you can really work well together. You know, there, there isn't as much ego like um, what I'm feeling, and which is just fear, you know, uh-huh. re- regarding the one with the man. So focus on the two other ones. You could perhaps even do both for a little while while you figure out what you want to do or um, somehow incorporate them. Because I'm really getting don't even get down to one right now. Focus on this, these two and see what unfolds for you. Okay. Okay. Is that going to help? Um, I mean, are you able to? Yeah, ad- well, I, I guess that's, I've been, that's what I've really been trying to do is just, mm-hmm. you know, leave it and just allow it to kind of move forward as it, just to let it unfold rather than me trying to push something. Right. I guess. And, and you know, I have been asking for, you know, guidance to say, well, whichever one is the one that's moving forward is the one that I will roll with. Right. And so know? even the and, f- phone call tonight is a form of guidance. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. so pay attention to the signs and the synchronicities that come around you, because right now you can kind of exclude one of them. Not, not you don't have to take my words completely to heart. I want you to trust your own intuition and look at the circumstances. Sure. But they can at least be part of perhaps the decision making, right? Oh, well, uh, sure. Yeah, and so so you've been helped again. Do you see what I mean? It's like yes. every time you've been helped in any way, even if a, a billboard screams an answer to you, I right. want you to really appreciate it, really take it in. Because part of the fear is that you're so afraid that you're not going to make a good decision, number one, and you're so afraid you're going to have to do whatever you're going to do in your life alone. And and we have a you 
you and everyone else in the world has an entire universe available to them. And so you want to let allow the universe to come in and assist you in every area of your life. And have you been getting some um, back pain? Um, like lower? No, not really. Okay. Have you been sitting around a lot or having to sit down a lot? Um, I probably sit down more than I ever used to in my life, but okay. I think that's age-related. Oh, a choice. no. It's a, it's a choice. Yeah, it's like a choice. Down. It's pretty good. Right. Well, I think you need to get up and start moving because I'm in your lower back. I'm on actually the left-hand side of your sacrum, and I feel a little pinched. So like a pinched nerve, and I'm grateful you're not feeling it, and perhaps what I'm seeing isn't exactly what's going on. But I think Mm -hmm. you need to get get up and do some movement so we can avoid that from happening. And and maybe this is, again, a sign that you need to get more physical, right? Because your your back's talking to me, and and I see you sitting, and Uh there's too much sitting going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, And the lower back where I'm at is also about your relationships. So relationships Uh to money, career, intimate partnership, close personal friends and creativity. And it's about your will in those relationships. And so we're, you know, you're wanting to allow your will to align with the divine. So again, more reason to get up and get get moving and not get stuck in your old patterns of fear. And whenever you get scared, just yell out loud, okay, I'm really scared. I need some help. And, And then you'll get more advice, more help, more assistance in and then, of course, the courage to continue to move forward. It's okay to be scared. Just don't let it stop you. Don't let well, it... so I think it's always been the fear of having having failed in the past or right. all, and, you know, kind of having, <laughs> I feel like it set it as a precedent, you know, and now I think even my husband probably thinks, oh, gee, here she goes again. I'm going <laughs> to try to do something else, and it's going to end up being the same old thing. And part of me has that fear where I want to prove that wrong, you know, right. And yet at the same time, well, well, even when I look at these supposed failures, they don't look like failures to me. So, I mean, maybe things didn't pan out exactly the way you wanted, but I don't see failing. I see you learning and exploring and getting information. And um, so again, this is about perception. You can, you can choose to look at it as a failure or you can choose to look at it as an education and that you've ever, in every moment you've learned something to help you move forward. Yeah, definitely. And your husband loves you to pieces. He he doesn't really care. I'm not kidding. He just doesn't care. He may tease you because he seems to be a teaser, but he doesn't care. So don't let the, that thought process cloud on you and look at your past experiences as education. And now you're you're graduating. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. Okay. And uh, before we go, I just want to say that even though what I just said, you said, uh huh, you still need to work on what I said because you don't completely believe it. And that's okay. Um, but it's going to be important for you to really believe in yourself to, to have things turn out more successfully. Right. Okay. And I, and I, and I see it. I, I do see that very clearly. And I am. I am. I have moved forward. Like I do notice that I have had some successes. You have. Oh my gosh. Feeling, you know, getting more positive about it, and yeah. but then you know I get the little setbacks, and then I think, oh God, I'm there again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And just think, we of, all want the instant answer, you right. know. And just think of your husband as a joker because he really doesn't care. He just wants you to be happy, but he's not great at communicating that. So mm-hmm. don't take his words seriously because he he doesn't mm-hmm. care. He's a good guy after all, huh? <laughs> well, you're with him. I'm not, but that would be my assessment. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. my assessment. So, and I think sometimes I make bigger, you know, 
bigger oh, issues out of a little, his, a little. You know, yes, yeah, I, I would do. agree with that. <laughs> and that's probably my low back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I appreciate your sure. time. Sure. Thank you so much, I, and good luck. I just wanted to say one thing, if I sure. could. Yeah. Um, I had called into one of your other programs. I don't know about a month ago, I guess, and we had been talking about health at that time. And interestingly enough, since that day, the next morning, I can't tell you how much better I feel. Wonderful. So things are really looking up in that area. Wonderful. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And have a good evening. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Great. So we're going to continue on with our phone calls. Okay. We've got uh, Eric on the line from Seattle. Hi, Eric. Hi, how are you? Oh, good, thanks. Good. What can I do for you to t- tonight? Well, I am calling. Um, I am currently not working. I was mm-hmm. laid off last a- April, a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because I was chronically exhausted and have several health conditions. Right. So I've taken the year off, um, living on severance and actually some savings. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, um, I want to... I feel like I want to take some more time off, maybe another six months, but uh, something is bothering me about now the time to start perhaps looking. So um, I feel good about taking another six months off, but this thought is nagging me. I don't know if it's a fear thought or maybe a higher intuition. Yeah, I, I, I actually agree with continuing the leave for, you know, four to six months. Um, okay. Yeah, I, 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 you're just beginning to feel better, you know, in yeah. some ways. And yeah. and so we don't want to exhaust you I- any more than you need to be exhausted, right? Exactly. I, I yeah. always use the word we because I just think of, of me and you and everyone else in the universe. You know, we're all working together here. So, yeah, um, so yeah I, I would say four to six months. And maybe the urgency that you're feeling is that, you know, perhaps you might change your career or do something slightly different when you go back to work or change Mm -hmm. the place that you work at. And so now's the time to kind of mull that over, but not in a hurried, frantic, you know, you're going to take more time off, enjoy yourself and kind of build up your energy. Um, Has your mother passed away? No. um, She actually just arrived here two weeks ago from Norway. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad glad your mother's well. There's a woman standing near you. And unless there's a lot of psychic um, people in your family are there a lot of people in your family psychic that you know of. Um, well, my sister is very intuitive. I, uh-huh. I don't know if she's psychic, but <laughs> yep. she is. It's, it's the same very, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when I'm looking at people who are psychic and I'm seeing someone who's who looks to me normally, how someone would be on the other side, I could actually see. I could be looking at your mother. She just because of all the psychic energy in your family, it can just appear to me like someone who's living on the other side. Is your mother rather lean? You know, yeah. yeah uh huh. Yeah. And does she have like um, a slight wave in her hair? Or does she curl it in some way? Or have it, a sl- it, yeah, it's not exactly curly, but it's not straight straight either. Yeah, so it's got it, a wave. There's some, there's some wave too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wave, yeah. And and when I'm looking at the colors of the hair, it's kind of a two tone. So I don't know if there's some gray mixed in with it, or she has lighter with some brown mixed in. She's starting to gray a, a little, little bit, mm-hmm. um, but she's kind of. Chestnut brown hair, yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's who I'm seeing is your mom standing next to you, and and okay. so I'm grateful she's not on the other side. But even subconsciously, I could get messages from her. She loves mm-hmm. you so much, mm-hmm. and your mother prays for your complete and total recovery all yeah. the time. She just adores you, and and so I would work on your solar plexus because you know I know some of the things that you have gone through medically have have been diagnosed, but you know a lot of what's kind of um, you, in my opinion, is autoimmune. 
And um, and so I would work on your solar plexus, which is all about self-love. So if you could look in the mirror every single day, make direct eye contact and say, I'm learning to love this man in the mirror. I'm learning to believe he's amazing. And I'm learning to be proud of him. I think right. that would be wonderful for you. Every day say that and, and feel love for yourself when you do it, because that will make it even more profound. Okay. Okay? Does, does uh, that answer your questions? Yes, it does. Good. So a, a little more time off. More time off. Needed. And just be creative about what you're going to do next. You know, don't say, oh, wow, I, I'm going to for sure go back to this particular job. Yeah. Start uh-huh. thinking about it. Yeah. What okay. else would I like to do or where else would I like to work? But no, I'm glad you took the time off and you're very fortunate to be able to have the assets to do it. Yeah. So congratulations. All right. All right. Thank, th- you. thank you for calling. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on with our phone calls? Okay. We've got Chris on the line from Tacoma. Hi, Chris. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. What can I do for you? Um, I have a question. I'm kind of confused as far as um, work or school for my future. Mm-hmm. I've been a stay-at-home mom for a long time, mm-hmm. and I've been taking care of other people's health problems and just taking care of family members in general for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really confused about, you know, what to do in my life and how to find myself and, um, you know, how to get a good job in the future and be financially stable. Comfortable, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, first of all, you're going to have to think outside of the box about what what could bring you financial comfort. And, okay. and so, you know, a lot of people sometimes they think that they have to have a particular type of job to bring financial security to them. Okay. Um, like you can only imagine what my dear friends, well, they're, they're not my dear friends anymore. They're kind of acquaintances now, but my dear friends years ago when I said I was going to be a woo-woo lady. Right. And they're like, uh-huh. Okay. Well, that <laughs> house is going to go into foreclosure and you're dumb. You know, that's basically what they said to me. And that didn't happen, thank goodness. And yeah. and I'm able to have a successful career doing something I love. And that's what the universe is asking for you to do as well. In other words, you have spent so much time caring for other people. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that wants to say stop. And then there's, I know you're not going to ever. <laughs> there's a part of me that wants to say stop too. <laughs> good, good. And and so what I think what we what would be best is to find a way where you can connect to human beings who are a little bit healthier, you okay. know, who are perhaps more motivated to do their inner work so that you don't have to do all the work and then some. Okay. And because when I see you looking at school, even for a career choice, it's like, I don't think you'll be comfortable sitting behind a computer all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you like the interaction. Okay. And so what I'm going to ask that you do is consider taking, um, you know, if you decide to go to formal, well, I'm, I'm even not recommend, recommending actually real kind of formal education, mm-hmm. but perhaps coaching, mm-hmm. you know, or if you want to go into formal education, perhaps therapy, you know, becoming a therapist, but working f- with people who um, are on kind of a, a medium area of health, you know, not, not people who are really traumatized in their life because I think it just pulls you down mm-hmm. and it's hard for you to recover. But I think a life coach would be really great or someone who's some sort of spiritual counselor for individuals. Um, you'll have to look, for, you know, maybe a hypnotherapist, you know, mm-hmm. or if you wanted to even do some more traditional um, training, perhaps an acupuncturist. Um, but I do believe that working with people is what you're going to do no matter how we want to shake it and, and that you need to choose a field where you can attract people who actually have, are participating in their inner work and aren't kind of in an area where they're so chronically depleted and need a lot of emotional support. Yeah, and I tend to be very emotional myself. 
I know. And I feel what other people are feeling. Right, which is a gift. That helps you to understand where a person is so that you can meet them at their level and encourage them and inspire them. But when you are connected with people who haven't, you know, there are people who really do need to learn deep levels of compassion. You're not one of them. Mm-hmm. And and so sometimes those individuals need to be more on the front line in our healthcare system okay. and deal with more chronically ill people, whether it's emotional or physical. You need to avoid that part and, and attract people who are actually more willing to do the inner work that's necessary to move forward. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. What do you think about um, something working with kids? Yeah. I, I think working with kids, but in what way? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like kids. Right. But it, it's awfully taxing, too. Right. Because that's how I feel. Like, if you went back to school and got your degree in primary education or even, you know, secondary education, um, I, I, I think it's a very draining job. And you're the type of person who will work really, really hard to make sure that every kid gets every need met. In, in, okay. That's how you work, which is grateful. A parent will be thrilled to have a teacher like you. But then you'll be burnt out. Mm-hmm. So right. I think more of an adults okay. personally, mm-hmm. and I think adults, again, who are actually seeking and searching on their own as well as seeking advice and information from other people. People are a little bit more proactive. And, okay. and so what you're going to need to do is start to pull back your energy away from those people who drain you so that you won't continue to attra- attract people in your life who will want you to be drained. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So you're going to have to walk away, say no, I wish you the best, send them prayers, but not get engaged. Okay. All right? And, and I, th- I think you're going to find that challenging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. And, and so that's your first step of practice while you also figure out something else to do, like a, a life coach or um, some s- sort of spiritual counselor or acupuncture. Um, so start looking around and follow what you love. Follow what feels good. It doesn't have to make a lot of common sense, but it needs to feel good. So start using that empathic ability you have to feel joy, not just sorrow and drama from other people's lives. Do you um, sense any areas of weakness as far as my chakras? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm actually in your lower back, and you're leaking quite a bit of energy out, part of your life force, which means that you have a hard time saying no. Mm-hmm. And so I would practice the word no, real, you know, loud, out loud, the car, the shower, just no, you know, really <laughs> loud okay. so that your cells can get comfortable with that. And also your um, cervical vertebrae, you're leaking energy in, in your neck, again, from not saying how you feel. You know, mm-hmm. you just perpetually listen and nod and comfort when you really just want to go, ah, get your life together. You're bugging me, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think you need to start practicing that because perhaps someone needs to hear that so that they can be more proactive in their life because people really heal themselves. And and I would say as someone who's a healer, um, that is has been that knowledge has been a godsend to my life. It takes away the burdens that I may feel when when it appears as if someone's not healing in the way human beings believe we should. Mm-hmm. And and then what's also important is to help people take responsibility for what happens in their life. Right. So um, everyone heals themselves. That's how people really, really heal. And, okay. s- and so start letting your friends and family know that so that they can start taking responsibility and not dump it on you. Do you think that's why my thyroid is low right now? Is that So it's your thyroid, yeah. So you, you leak energy off of the cervical vertebrae, which, you know, could be an indicator from anything from the mouth, teeth, and gums to the neck to the thyroid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the throat chakra is the highest personal power chakra in the physical body. And so whenever we leak energy, your will, if you will, your power, mm-hmm. it can deplete an area. Are you on medication? 
I just started it. Yeah, it's working really well. Cause, oh, good, because you know, I can't feel it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's working really well. From the way I'm seeing it, your doctor will, of course, test your blood to make sure that that is indeed true. true. Yeah. But energetically, I think the medicine is working really well. A few years ago, I was driving, and I had gotten in an argument with my husband before that. And, you know, I was trying to speak my truth, and I was in the car, and my throat start, started to close, and I almost passed out. Yikes. And that was like a sign to me right? that I needed to be able to speak. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, there's a throat chakra exercise where you make up a language that you don't speak that has some guttural sounds in it, mm-hmm. and you speak it out loud towards a blank wall or door for one minute every day, okay. and that will help clear out the stagnant energy so it's easier for you to speak your truth. Okay. Okay? I appreciate Good it. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. Have a wonderful evening. Okay, you too. Great. Bye. Bye-bye. So um, you can always visit my website anytime. I have CDs available. Um, uh, One of the CDs, in fact, I'll be teaching this class uh, tomorrow evening in Portland at the Embassy Suites Hotel at the airport. Um, It's a two-hour class between 7 and 9. You can find information about that on my website or call through the office. Um, So I actually have a CD called Embrace Your Intuition. You can purchase it online if you wish to, or if you ever attend a class, we always offer them there as well. And it has meditations and anatomy and physiology of intuition. So it's wonderful about learning how to move into your body. Then I also have CDs available about balancing the human energy system, which I'll be teaching a class on that next Wednesday at the residence in Marriott in downtown Seattle, also between 7 and 9. It's a two-hour class. Those classes are $35. They're really fun. I do public readings. and I, I do readings in every class I teach, but, of course, as many as I can in the two-hour class. And then I have recordings from various classes we'll have available on Wednesday night, um, the paranormal. So classes that I've taught in the past, we've recorded them, people's questions, their readings from me, and those are very fun and entertaining. My assistant, Karen, laughs whenever she listens to those. So um, I don't listen to them, but um, she does and she enjoys them very much. So we've been talking tonight about opportunities, these things, these things that seem to kind of come out of nowhere and surprise us and make us feel uncomfortable, that we wonder why why they're here and all we can see is kind of the victimization of them and that they're creating problems and roadblocks in our life. But really what they are are opportunities. They're moments in time where perhaps you haven't been as aware as you would like to have been. And so something comes up to shock you and to be in some form of awareness so that you can make a different choice, so that you have an opportunity to grow, to change, to fall in love with you, or whatever is necessary, which, by the way, um, loving ourselves is kind of the, the root um, solution to pretty much every problem we have. I know it kind of sounds like a cliche, but it's absolutely positively true. And there's a, a fabulous DVD um, that was recently created by Louise Hay. It's called you, you Can Heal Your Life, and she talks in great detail about self-love and how that's really the answer to everything. So embrace your opportunities and, and learn to find something beautiful in them um, so that you can learn from it, not have another one right after the last one, because that's what happens. It just kind of becomes like a pileup. First, there's an opportunity, and then maybe you get a week off or a month or a couple of months, and then lo and behold, there's another opportunity, and people will think they're jinxed or you know they're just under running under a lot of bad luck. But what it really means most of the time is that you're not listening or you're not paying attention or you're not asking the best question. And I think the best question is, how is this situation helping me to grow? Rather than, why is this happening? It's, how is this situation helping me to grow? Um, I think it was um, last fall, actually last summer, my middle daughter had 
was didn't enjoy um, a universe her first year in university and decided to switch schools and she called me from the new school that she was investigating and she wanted to take um, a physical training program and I, and I thought it was a great program but I didn't want to pay university prices when she could have attended perhaps a two year program and and maybe got a little bit more one-on-one. And so I denied her. I go, well, you know, I don't think your dad and I are going to want to pay a four-year program when you can finish a program like this in about, you know, maybe a year. And she was very mad at me and hung up on the phone. Um, Apparently, after she hung up, she went back into the school, talked to a bunch of counselors who'd redirected her into another program. And I spoke about it earlier at the top of the show. It's um, organic agriculture. And as it turns out, it's one of, um, it's only taught at, um, Washington State University currently in the United States. She loves the program. So that opportunity where she got mad and hung up on me, sent her back into the school, sent her asking counselors questions about what would be best for her in her future. And she's going to get her master's degree in soil. Never would have thought it. She absolutely loves studying about organic agriculture. So opportunities are around us all the time. So Tom, did you finish thinking about um, any of your opportunities? There's really not much. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm never really, uh, I tend to figure things out pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Not to say that I'm right or whatever, just that, you know. Right. When something comes at me, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do this. Right. So I, I'm, I, I think that you're missing an opportunity or two. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. I can't really think of anything. No, it's perfectly fine. I'm just kind of giving you a hard time here, yeah. you know, because <laughs> sometimes when people say, oh, yeah, I don't have any, I'm fine. You know, there's probably some opportunities knocking, like dating, perhaps, right? Like some opportunities to make sure that you choose someone who's really great for you. This is true. Yeah. This is true. There's, uh-huh. you know, a single people, we go through that. <laughs> we go through a little bit of that. Right. And so what? Turbulent ha- dating field. Right. So what have you learned recently out in the turbulent <sighs> dating field? Um, don't get too involved until you know for sure whether or not you really like the person. Okay. But more than just, you know, a physical attraction or something okay. like that. You've got to connect on more than one level. Okay, great. Yeah. So that was something you had several opportunities about, would you say? Yes. Yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> okay. And at the moment that you were having those opportunities, were they driving you nuts, those moments? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was getting a little hairy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I happen to have a little bit of precognitive information about this, you know, and plus we've talked about it a little bit off air, you know, or you've actually My slipped. My tumultuous yeah. love life, yes. <laughs> right. And so through those opportunities, you learned to wait a little bit longer that even though someone may seem exactly what you're looking for and you're like oh my gosh it's fantastic yeah. this person's going to be a perfect match Sometimes even though no. right yeah. even though there were little red flags like your friends are going are you sure you know you go oh yeah i'm sure i'm positive <laughs> and now you've learned through these opportunities to true. wait yeah right yeah so those are gifts correct yeah well you take it as a learning experience okay yeah. so maybe we just use different language learning experience opportunities and yeah. i agree with you they are learning yeah. experience you got to grow you got to grow. You got to grow. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do you do now when these opportunities arise? Because I would imagine they, you know, as a single person, they arise frequently. <laughs> Stay oblivious to them <laughs> as much as I possibly can. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. That's exactly just what I'm afraid of. Well, I'm kind of, I'm honestly right now, not even really too concerned with it. Just kind of going about my own thing. And right. when something is, feels right, then 
Right. It'll feel right. I right. Guess. Yeah. And and I see some opportunities coming up for you actually because you know whenever you enter school, Woo-hoo. yeah, coming yeah. up here pretty soon, you're gonna there's gonna be new girls and oh man, yeah. <laughs> and so remember what you learned because what I think is so funny is that when people get really excited, especially in matters of the heart, they forget what they've learned from yeah. previous opportunities. They That's just start true. running for it, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, you know. And I forgot to pay attention to slow down, ask a lot of questions, check in with me. Yeah. Right. All of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now that I'm done teasing Tom on the air, why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? Uh, we've got Bill on the line from Kent. Okay, great. Hi, Bill. Hello. Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Good. How are you doing, ma'am? I am doing wonderful. What can That's I? Good. Thank you. What can I do for you tonight? Well, I was just wondering: will I relocate or will I stay where I'm at? But it's a really good question. The relocation has that just come up recently as an option? Yeah. I'm going to ask that you stay here or wherever you are. You know, are you here in Washington? What what I want to do is I want to move. Right. I want to move from where I'm at now. Oh, so just move from one what like one pla- one residence one place to another place. But stay the here same, in stay in the same state. Great. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, you can absolutely move, but you're just going to have to look a little bit harder. Oh, is that right? Yeah. At least that's what I'm getting. Is that true for you? Has it been challenging? Oh, been real challenging. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would continue looking, but yeah, stay here in Washington. This is an actually really good place for you. Okay. Have you thought about having a roommate? Uh, I've got my girlfriend. Okay, great. Yeah. And so is is it because she's picky about the next place to live in, or no, no? I'm just having a really difficult time. Uh-huh. I'm I'm st- I'm on disability and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. I'm disabled. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm in a wheelchair, uh, so to well, speak. Well, thank you and bless you for all the wonderful things you do from your wheelchair. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. So I would continue looking. And um, so what area are you living in right now? I'm living in Kent right now. Okay. Have you um, thought about, like, Maple Valley? I know that's... I, I keep seeing Maple Valley for some well, reason. Well, I'd like to stay in the Seattle area. I okay. really would. All right. Okay. So, um, but you're going to have to be a little bit creative. And and uh-huh. I want you to stay in the Seattle area too, especially for bus lines and you know right. all of those things. That's it, right there. Right, but maybe there's even someone like if you start to look in the classifieds or even get online and look in Maple Valley, maybe someone has an opportunity for you closer uh-huh. to the city. But somehow okay. there's a Maple Valley connection. Okay. Okay. So keep that in mind. Maybe you'll hear, "Oh, my uncle Joe lives in Maple Valley," and then maybe Uncle <laughs> Joe has okay. some has some apartments available for you closer to where you want to okay. be. Okay, so look for that, and bless you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, and I'm so sorry we're running out of time here on the Marine Pan Cherry Show. Did I answer all your questions? You answered all my questions. Thank you very much, You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. Bye, ma'am. Bye-bye. So um, what I would love everyone to do, um, we're going to be actually preempted unless something changes in the schedule, but I think we're scheduled to be preempted next Thursday night. Um, Is that true? Tom's double-checking. That's what I have on my schedule. Yep, it's true. So we won't be live um, at 7 next week, um, but there will be a noon show. There'll be an encore of this particular um, broadcast um, next Thursday at noon. But then we'll be back on the 29th interviewing Dr. Stephen Stroud. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. He'll be calling in from Wenatchee. So Wenatchee listeners, um, you definitely want to tune in because you might want to go visit Dr. Stephen Stroud and get some health care from him. In the meantime, 
bless these opportunities. They're wonderful opportunities, like the last man who called. It's been challenging for him to find a new residence, but somehow Maple Valley, a city, um, not where he wants to be, is going to be helpful in some way. Maybe someone lives there who will have some wonderful housing for him available in the area that he wants. So bless your opportunities, embrace them, and ask the question, how can this situation help me to grow? Blessings, and I will see you in a couple of weeks. Have a wonderful evening. Good night.